Good evening, everyone. Welcome. So glad to have you here in the room. Or if you've been rained out, you're joining us from your living room. We are thrilled to have you tuning in. Everybody, uh, I feel like I haven't seen you since last year. All right, stop. Okay, don't encourage that. Um, we're glad to have you here. Uh, you guys have a good Christmas? Good. Uh, I know some people described it as low-key. That was kind of ours afterwards. We had a great time celebrating Christmas Eve and then uh, kind of having some time, and we got to do an online service on Christmas Day. But tonight is a special night. It's a praise and prayer night uh, to kind of start off 2023. Uh, it landed on the very first of January on a Sunday. We were like uh, months ago planning, and we were thinking, hey, let's let's spend some time kind of leaning into this moment. So if you're at home, I'm going to invite you to get uh, some communion elements that you can find around your house. If you're here, uh, you passed a couple tables on the way in that have communion on them. You can go grab those at any point. We're going to do a lot of worship tonight. We've got uh, three different uh, kind of pauses for us to pray. Some of that will be praying individually. Some of that might be praying with a triangle, two or three people right around you. So I'm letting the introverts in the room know that's coming. And so, like, you're, you've got plenty of time to build up courage. You don't even have to pray out loud, but maybe just find someone else that is loud and let them pray. Um, and so we're just going to invite you to do that and invite you to do that from home as well, maybe with your family uh, or gathered with uh, some friends that you have there. So we're going to have some time of prayer, uh, a lot of time of praise, and that's kind of where we're going tonight. Uh, and so if you are online, we've got a host there that will be happy to, to interact with you, answer any questions you got. Um, we want to invite you to kind of fill out if you happen to be here and new. I know I met a couple of you, so welcome. Glad that you're here. Um, if you happen to be new, we'd love to invite you to download our free app. Just go to your app store, type in Element City Church. You'll find us about the third tile down when that loads is our connection card. And you can fill out that connection card. Let's us kind of get a digital relationship and connection with you. We'd love to connect with you over the next few weeks. Um, and then we want to invite you, if you are new, we have a 10-minute party. Guess how long it lasts? 10 minutes uh, or less. And it's right in that back corner at the end of the service tonight. And it's only for new people. And you are the only people who get the best kettle corn this side of the Grand Canyon. No one else here gets it. Just you. So if you happen to be new, I'd love to meet you back there at the end of the service. But for all of us, I'm just going to invite us to kind of take a deep breath. Uh, maybe you sprinted through the holiday season. Maybe it was low-key for some of you. Uh, but as we stand here in the cusp of 2023... And looking ahead, uh, if you don't know, next week is our 10-year anniversary uh, as a church. And so we're, we've got some exciting elements. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, exciting elements in the service for elements uh, to be a part of uh, celebrating what God's been doing over the last decade and what we're leaning into and praying into for the next decade to come. And so kind of catch your breath. Let's take about 15 seconds. Take a deep breath and just kind of lean into what God might have for you tonight. As you think back over 2022 and how you saw God's activity in it, how he was uh, intertwined and active in your life, maybe as you look ahead into this year, maybe some of you either online or here in the room have got some great challenges that are coming your way. and You need to just lean into who God is and that he's here for you. And so we're just going to invite uh, the Holy Spirit. We're going to pray tonight for the Church of the Week. And the Church of the Week is every church in Tucson uh, because we don't have a specific one tonight. To start off, we're praying for the church across the city of Tucson. And so I'm going to pray for that. You can join me in that prayer. We'll kind of pray into this evening. And then, um, yeah, so let's, if you're in the room, I'm going to ask that you'd stand up. If you're at home, you could do that if you want. But 
Don't forget to get communion. We'll do that in about 30 minutes or so. Uh, But we're going to worship tonight and uh, lean in. So let's just take a second, gather your thoughts. Just ask God to speak to you tonight. So, Father, we... um, We want to just hit pause as we start a brand new year. We look back over 2022, grateful for all that you did and all that you've done, all that you will do in the year to come. So, Father, as we spend tonight worshiping in your presence, we want to pray a blessing over the church, over your church in our city, the city that we love, that we adore. It's Tucson. God, we've got a million plus people that aren't connected in any faith community. So the church is needed. It's needed to help people who are experiencing brokenness, who are experiencing aloneness, who are struggling in life. And so, Father, I I just ask that you'd help us, you'd help your church be the church to the city that you love. Father, as we enter into a time of praise and worship and prayer tonight, God, we ask that this would be a significant moment not just another service to get through, but but a service to lean into. Holy Spirit, we invite your presence. Invite us to be alerted and aware to your presence and what you want to do and how you want to speak into each heart that's listening tonight, that's here in the room. Father, we lift up 2023 to you, not just for our church, but for the lives represented here. God, we're praying for your activity and for your hope and your grace to intervene and to interact in a way that we look back a year from now and having maybe our spiritual roots deepen in relationship with you, uh, our roots of relationship one to another deepening and helping, that we would see a track record of us taking those continual next steps that you're inviting us into. So Father, as we stand here tonight into a new year, We recognize that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are the one we look to. You are the one we worship. You are the one we lean into. You're the one that we need the most. And so would you allow your spirit to move within this place, whether we're at home or here, would you meet us tonight in a special and significant way, we pray in Jesus' name.
just take a minute from your seats, from your living room. Just tell God how awesome he is. With a thousand hallelujahs, we join that chorus, Father. Just take a few seconds and praise him. Father, we worship you. Tonight, we want to lean into your presence. We thank you for being the God who is with us in every season of life. We praise you. We worship you. You deserve a thousand hallelujahs and a thousand more. And we want to live a life of worship here in 2023 to honor you with what we say, with how we live, as we follow after you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. All right, you may be seated if you're here in the room. We're just going to invite you into a our first kind of prayer moment. Um, and this is kind of an individual prayer moment. So it's just you and God in the space of your seat um, inviting you to maybe um, think through a few things. And so we're going to put uh, a slide up. It's got a few different uh, bullet points here that you can think back and just going to create some space. Because uh, I don't know about you, um, but... Sometimes in the pace of life, uh, we can think we're trying to be reflective, but we run out of time to actually reflect. Uh, and so tonight as a part of this service, we actually want to build in time to practice what we want to see become more a rhythm of our life. Um, maybe uh, throughout the years, you have thought of a word for the year. Uh, I know throughout uh, the last decade or so, there's been maybe a word that I've tried to focus on. Maybe you've done that in the past. Maybe that is foreign to you, and that's okay. Uh, but is there a word? I'll, I'll tell you mine for this year. Um, it's unhurried. I want to live a more unhurried life. Because I'm, I'm convinced that when you study the life of Jesus, he just did that. And the connection and the opportunity to, to connect with him, to grow with him, to deepen my roots with him is not found at the pace of life that this culture wants to woo me toward. Um, and it doesn't mean Jesus wasn't busy. He was. But he was never hurried. And there's a difference between hurriedness and busyness. And so for me, that's what I'm trying to work on. Uh, maybe in this next few minutes you want to take a moment and just think back over 2022. Um, and maybe God was really active in your life and, and you just haven't really paused to be reflective to tell him thanks for that. And maybe you have some things looming into 2023 that you're really wanting to, to lean into and, and asking for God to be active in. Maybe this is a moment of reflection over, over between Christmas and New Year's where you're like, man, I've got to turn over a new leaf. I've got to let go of some things. Maybe there's some things that have actually been holding you back because you've just made those a rhythm and a pattern of your life. And you're like, I, I got to let go of that in order to grab hold of something different. I don't know what it might be for you. Maybe one of these phrases grabs you more than the other. But I just want to create space. And, and I know it may feel weird because I'm standing up here. 
that we're going to be quiet for like two minutes. So I'm just preparing you for that. <clears throat> but I really want to give you two minutes, just you and God. And if it helps you to close your eyes, do that. If it helps you to kneel, feel free to do that. If it helps you just to, to spread out a little bit, that's fine. Move around. At home, we're going to do the same thing. We're just inviting you to take two minutes and pray into one or two of these things for you. So that's the invitation. We're hitting pause, and we're inviting one another into a reflective individual moment, just you and God. Father, I thank you that you hear every prayer. You know the number of hairs on each head here and those at home. You are so dialed in. You're aware. You're present. You're alert. Nothing has caught you off guard. Your attention is on each and every. Father, we give you praise and with great gratitude say thank you for the ways that you have been active in this past year in our lives. We lift the concerns and the needs that we have for this year to come. Father, maybe there's some things that some of us want to let go of. We leave that with you. We put it at your feet. 
Maybe there's some things that we need to grab hold of that you're extending to us, inviting us a little bit closer to you, to walk with you with a little more proximity, with a little more understanding and alertness to your presence around us, with us. So, Father, for each one that's within earshot right now, God, you know what's needed. And I'm asking, on behalf of your friends, would you intervene? God, would you be active? Would you move? Would you do what only you can do? And may we be surprised often by the delight of your smile, your presence, your grace, your love, and the hope that you long to whisper into each heart, in each story. Fathers, we continue to worship you. We just want to be in your presence. This whole night is about you. We lift this year to you. We worship you.
My days on earth are numb. My life is just a vapor. I'm here and in the morrow I'll be gone. If I only have this moment to live for what's important, I don't want to waste a second. Oh, I want my life to count for what matters most I want to love you with all of my heart I want to love you with all of my soul Jesus, you're my one ambition With every breath you give, I'll give you another prayer the praise You said the road is narrow You cause everything to follow I count it all as lost compared to you Oh, my treasure is not earthly My prize is waiting for me When my Savior's face comes in the But today I'll run the race you've called me to
again. It's so simple. I want to love you with all my heart. I want to love you with all my soul. Jesus, you're my one ambition. With every breath you give, I'll give you another praise. Sing that again. And I want to love you with all of my heart. I want to Jesus, you're my one ambition. With every breath you give, I'll give you another praise, another praise, another praise. Oh, another praise, another praise, another praise. Amen. Amen can have a seat um, as we go into the second time of prayer. That song kind of captures uh, what the vision of our life statement, uh, if, if we were to look at what scripture says, and, and if it gave us a vision, it would be that, to worship him is the reason that we exist. Uh, the Westminster Catechism puts it this way, that the chief end of man is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And that's what we do when we gather corporately to sing these songs. Um, but over this past year, we as a church have been praying, what is our mission? What is our vision as a church? What is it that God has designed Element City Church specifically to do? And we know that all churches um, exist why to make disciples. We know that. But each church kind of has their own way of going about that. And so we spent a lot of time praying as a staff uh, and bringing in some consultants and, and working together to really craft um, a, a vision statement that we think will help guide us over the next uh, definitely three to five years, maybe another 10 years. We don't know. Um, that's up to the Lord. Uh, but the statement's this, and I think we've got it on a slide. Um, but Element City Church exists. It's a, an inviting community of Jesus followers who are commissioned by the gospel to make disciples by cultivating relationships. Uh, was it by cultivating relationships that reflect uh, the love of Christ? That's it. That's what we want to be about. We want to be an inviting community of Jesus followers, disciples, right? Like we want to follow after Jesus who know that they're commissioned by the gospel, that the gospel isn't just for us. It's something that we're to take to the world, to take to those who are around us. Um, and as we do that, we're going to make disciples. How? By cultivating relationships with people, by tilling soil, by working and getting our hands dirty but doing so in order that we can reflect the love of Christ with all of those that we interact with. And so during this next uh, couple of minutes, we want to invite you to get into groups of uh, three. So Jack talked about prayer triangles. 
So uh, if you want to take a moment uh, just to kind of look around, you don't need to do a bunch of talking or any of that. Just kind of if you get the, the eye contact with that person, it's just a quick nod. Yes, let's go, right? Uh, so that you can go right into that. Um, and just one of you can pray. It doesn't have to be all three of you. But if all three of you feel led to pray, do that. But we want to invite you to pray over this vision statement with us. And uh, as you pray about that, pray that God would uh, give us the, the means to accomplish this. And here's the trick. Part of that is you're praying for yourself. I hope you realize that because we're not going to accomplish that unless all of us play our part. But we want to take a moment to just really ask God that he would guide these next um, few months, the next few years uh, here at Elements, that we would be everything as a church, as the bride of Christ that he has called us to be. Um, so go ahead and do that. I'll count down from three, and then you can make eye contact, figure out your prayer triangles. If you don't want to do that, if you're like super freaked out, because you're like, oh, I don't want to pray with anybody, get really holy. Just bow your head right now. Just start praying right now. And then that way when people start looking around, they'll be like, oh, yeah, they're praying. That person's, that's who we want to be like. All right? So three, two, one, prayer triangles, go for it.
Father. We thank you for how your Holy Spirit is moving in this place. We thank you for the beautiful sound of prayer that's just rising up to heaven that fills this room. God, and the fact that that brings your heart joy, you delight in that when we stop to commune with you, to connect with you. And so as a church, we just pray, would you guide us, would you lead us to be everything that you mean for us to be? That over these uh, coming weeks and months and years, that you would continue to build your church, that you would build your bride up to be who she is, uh, always meant to be. And would you help each and every one of us individually to see the role that we have to play in allowing that to happen, God. And so as we seek uh, to accomplish this vision statement, Lord, gosh, there's so many needs that are gonna be there. We need uh, more small group leaders. We need small groups, God, that they wouldn't just exist inside the four walls of this church, but that there would be more groups of people inviting others into their home, not just believers, but coworkers and family members and those who are far from you, inviting others into their lives so that they can experience your goodness up close and to learn about it and to hear about it. We need more leaders. We need more homes that people are willing to bring others into to allow discipleship to happen. God, we uh, need more resources to allow uh, our church to, to do what we believe that you've called us to do, that if we want to get uh, more information into people's lives outside of just the, the church time on Sunday nights, God, that, that there's production that has to be done. There's things that we have to do to get into people's phones and into their devices to where as they're scrolling online, God, we can even start to take back a minute to five minutes, maybe 30 minutes of that, where, where people no longer are content to just swipe through uh, to be entertained, but where, God, they just, they want to go deeper. They want to know you more. There's so many ways that, that you have gifted this church and gifted the people within this church. And so would you help us each to discover within ourselves how you've uniquely shaped each and every one of us to accomplish this, God. And most of all, we just thank you. The reason that this is able to happen is because of what you did, Jesus, for us, that you gave your life, you, you laid it down of your own choosing, of your own free will. And you took the cross for the joy set before you, that you could redeem your bride to present her holy and blameless before the Father. And so we shift into this time of communion, Lord. We just take this time to remember. That's what you called your disciples to do, to remember. That they gathered around the table and you took the bread, you broke the bread and you gave it out and you said, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then you lifted the cup. You said, this cup is the covenant of my new uh, the new covenant of my blood. That every time we drink, we're to do it in remembrance of you. So thank you, God, that you've given us story to remember what you've done for us, to be able to share this gospel message. That's what we remember tonight as we take the elements and as we, uh, as we remember you. And so as you feel ready, as you feel comfortable, feel free to partake of communion. If you don't have uh, a cup with, uh, from the back, you can go back and get that. Um, but just in a moment here, we're going to continue with worship. We're going to sing a few more songs. We've got one more time of prayer after that, and then we'll call it a night. Um, 
But let's just take time to remember. To remember that the same God uh, who gave his son, he hasn't changed. That's who he is today. That's the God that we have the privilege of, of serving. And that's the God that we worship tonight.
you're here in the room, I'm going to invite you for one last seat. And Ivy, uh, if would you put up that the slide we had before with our vision statement on it? <clears throat> the next uh, four weeks, we're going to dive deep into this and what this actually means for you, for me, for us, as we come up and celebrating 10 years uh, next Sunday. So I want to invite you back to the celebration that that is. I hear that there might be cupcakes. I'm just saying. Um, but we want to celebrate all that God has done in this first decade. And we want to begin to, to kind of dream into what he wants to do in the next few years together. Uh, the, the vision there you see, we'll drill down on that. The, the mission is just the reach, equip, and send. It's We want to grow a heart of worshiper within you, within me, that reaches up to God, worships him that we want to have a heart that reaches out to the people around us, that cultivates those relationships with the love of Christ, that is intentional about that, that isn't haphazard about it because the, the vision doesn't happen without us taking initiative in that and joining Jesus and what he's already doing. He's already searching for people. He's searching for your coworkers. He's searching for your neighbors. He's searching for the people you pass in the grocery store every, uh, or at Target. Most of you spend a lot of time at Target, I know. Uh, but, like, you're there. Like, he's searching for those people. And he wants to use you. He wants to use me. 
uh, we think about uh, the opportunities we have um, to live kind of that sent life. You hear us talk a lot about being active agents for God and his good in the world. We use that phrase a lot around here, that you are an active agent for God and his good in the world. That tomorrow, wherever you go, you're an active agent for him. Whether you know fully what that means or you can fully embrace all that what that means, the, the reality is you are. That as a disciple, as a one who is not just a fan of Jesus, but who's moving to be a follower of Jesus, you're kind of on his team. In fact, he, he picked you. And, and he picked you not because, not because you had a lot to offer. Can I just remind us what Paul writes in Ephesians? You were dead in your trespasses. You weren't wounded. You weren't like barely limping along. Listen, we have no hope outside of Jesus. That's what Paul's saying. Listen, you, you were dead. Like, there was no hope for you. But God, who is rich in mercy, rich in love, made you alive in Christ. And this is how the last few phrases of that goes. It says, for you are saved by grace through faith. This is not from yourselves. It's a gift from God. Grace and life with Jesus is a gift. It's not something you earn. It's not something you work toward. You just receive it. It's a gift. We just had a gift-giving season. That's the hope that we have, this gospel that commissions us. is this gift that God sought you out when you had nothing to offer, when I had nothing to offer. Because he's rich in love and mercy, he said, I, I, I pick you. I want you. I want to have a relationship with you. This is not by works so that no one can boast about it. There's no boasting in the gospel. It's not, I'm better than so-and-so. No, no. I was dead, and now I'm alive because of Jesus. That's my hope. And then the last phrase here, verse 10. For we are his workmanship. In Greek, it's literally this idea of masterpiece. Like the Mona Lisa, if you've ever seen it. It's this masterpiece. If you've ever stood, uh, I remember being in the Sistine Chapel and looking up at the, just the work of art. It's a masterpiece. What Paul's saying is, you are a masterpiece of God. You're his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works that he's already prepared in advance for you to do. You are an active agent for God and his good in the world. And he wants to leverage your life and my life. He's going to leverage your life in different ways than me. And that's good. We don't need more of me. We need more of you. We need more of you and more of you and more of you. God wants to leverage you as a masterpiece, as his workmanship. He's got things and assignments for you to do in 2023. And so uh, the next slide, Ivy. We just want to spend a moment kind of praying into that. Uh, this is kind of on your own. You can pray with a prayer partner if you want. If you're an introvert, you're like, I've, I've done that. Good. Okay, just close your eyes. Um, look up here, and you can say, hey, look, I want to pray. And as part of being an active agent for God and his good in the world, um, can we just all agree our world has some issues, right? Our world's got some issues. Our city has some issues. Uh, so maybe you want to take some time and just pray over an area of our city. Maybe it's the poverty that we see in our city. 
We live in a city where food insecurity is one of the major driving issues for kids in our city. We're trying to do little things that we can do to make a difference there. But there's a whole lot more need. And we can't fix everything, but maybe we can do what we say around here a lot, do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. And as a church, we're trying to do for one what we wish we could do for everyone. And so maybe there's an area of homelessness. Maybe it's over our government. Uh, Maybe it's over whatever area that you say, hey, that might be a concern I want to pray into. Then we're going to take some time to pray into that. Maybe it's praying into relationships that you have with people around you. That as that active agent, for God it is good in the world. Maybe there's some people God has put across your path that you want to specifically pray for them this 2023. Maybe it's prayer for how I can begin to own this vision. How can you begin to take ownership of it? See, it's an us thing. It's not a Lyle thing. It's not a Jack thing. It's an us thing. And so how can you own part of that? And so I'm going to give you 90 seconds to maybe find something on there. Maybe it's just asking God to be more alert to him, aware of how he wants to Leverage your life as an active agent on a Monday and on a Tuesday and on a Wednesday, wherever you may be, that you would be maybe unhurried in a way that you would see those opportunities, step into them. And so I'm going to give you 90 seconds to two minutes here. We're going to pray. So choose one, choose two, pray on your own, and then I'll close this in prayer, give us a couple closing announcements. We're going to end with a song together as kind of this anthem for our 2023 living with this adventurous kind of spirit. And so take a moment and pray, and then I'll close this in out. Father, as we stand on the cusp of a new year, of a new next decade for your church, Father, we want to be active agents for you, for your good in the world, in our city. Our city has many struggles. We can drive around and and see it. I, I pray that maybe you would help us as prayer warriors to pray over our city as we drive to be alerted to things and issues, struggles that maybe just join you in praying, blessing over your city, over your people. 
Father, maybe there's specific individuals that you have placed in our life that you are already at work. You're already active behind the scenes. And you're just inviting us to be a part of drawing them to yourself, pointing you out for them to see you. Pray that you would increase our awareness, our alertness to how we can partner with you in that. Father, we want to continue to point people in your direction by living a life of love that's attractive and that draws people closer to you, doesn't repel them away from you. Father, as we seek to be kind of these active agents, we're asking that you give us an alertness to how to, to partner with you as a church, as individuals, maybe to do for one what we wish we could do for everyone at times. As you bring people across our path, would you help us to step into those moments? Would you help us as a church to continue to step into the opportunities that you bring our way? God, we want to be leveraged for your good. We want to be useful, impactful. We thank you and give you praise for the ways that you have been active over these last 10 years. And we look forward to the next 10, the ways that you'll partner and call and leverage us for the gospel's sake that people would meet Jesus, say yes to him, and walk into next steps with him. We thank you that you're the rescuer. You're the redeemer. You're the one that we give all our praise and glory and honor to. So we worship you. We thank you for tonight, the opportunity to kind of hit pause and reflect. And we pray, God, that you would be active in each individual life, intervening in the ways that are necessary for each one and leveraging each one for your good. We pray in Jesus' name, amen, amen. <clears throat> well, a couple of closing things. Again, just uh, want to invite you back for the next month as we kind of dive into this series called This Is Us and kind of looking into the, kind of the calling God has been working, uh, working through our board, our elders, our staff, uh, and many of you over the last year as we kind of dive into this this coming year. And, and even thinking ahead as uh, we prepare for it, remember, uh, we're a Sunday night church. <clears throat> so February 12th is the Super Bowl, in case you didn't know. We don't meet on then. But we serve that weekend. And so we have a unique opportunity in that serve weekend, kind of a kind of show the love kind of weekend, that second weekend of February. We've got an opportunity. We're looking for 100 people to come help pack some meals for Feed My Starving Children. Uh, all the information's in the app already. Uh, it's going to be a Saturday afternoon from like 2 to 4, I think. We're looking for 100 people. We're going to pack meals. These meals are going to go to about five different countries around the world. We're going to get into the hands of children who need food and need uh, medical treatment. And this is going to be part of the, the wave of Feed My Starving Children. They've been doing this for years. And we're packing, I think, 1.1 million meals. And we are the anchor leg of that, which means 
we probably have 100,000 meals to pack, um, maybe, by the time we get there. So we're looking for 100 of you to say, yes, this is a unique opportunity to invite a coworker to come with you. This is a unique opportunity to invite someone that you're already praying for, that you care about, to say, hey, come make a difference. Everybody wants to make a difference. And this is a way for them to maybe rub shoulders with people and to do good, but also be around some Christians. Um, And so I just invite you to think about that. Uh, You can find the information about that in the app. So that's just coming here in about six weeks or so. You can actually start signing your name up now because we need to start getting a list of that. So inviting you to do that. Uh, coming up here the second weekend of uh, February. There'll be more in that weekend. We'll unpack as we get closer, but that's one of the big ones. And then if you happen to be new tonight, uh, if you're online, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us or just leave a comment. We'll follow up with you. If you're new here, we'd love to invite you to the 10-minute party, which will happen right after this final song. I'd be back there. love to, to meet with you. Uh, dinner is going to be at Gray's tonight. So we, all, we have a group of people to go out to dinner every Sunday night. You're invited to that if you want. But I'm going to invite you here in the room to stand back up. We're going to sing into this final song. Let this worship kind of be the anthem that kind of carries us into this idea of being living with this adventurous spirit. If we are these active agents for God and his good in the world, then there's an adventure that comes with that, that tomorrow, this coming Wednesday, this coming Friday, God, God might want to leverage and use you in a way that maybe you're not aware of or even alert to right now. But we want to live as his followers, not just fans, but as his followers to say, oh, I want to be open to that. I want to be ready for that. And so as we sing this together, let this kind of wash over you, sing into it, lean into it, and let this go with you as we leave this evening. Thanks for being a part of our worship and prayer night tonight. We invite you back next Sunday. Just for a point of clarification, it'll be the Greys on Craycroft and Broadway. So if you go to the one on Speedway, there won't be many people there. But anyway, let's sing the song together. Jesus in my veins, I've got a soul on 
Have a great week. We'll see you soon.